0: Welcome to An Apple a Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com com .com is the home site for this podcast so if you get a minute go over there check it out while you're at it go over to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disabled living and check out living with a disability that's our group page that's our our chat page for an apple a day join in the fun over there ask some questions answer some questions make some new friends you never know Hey, so how you feeling today? You feeling better than you did yesterday? Excellent. You can't ask for better than that. Are you taking advantage of getting your medications delivered to your house? Don't risk going out in public. It's It's that simple. Take advantage of the free delivery from the pharmacies. And I'm not just talking about the mail-in pharmacies. You can still use your regular pharmacies. Most of the big chains, CVS, Rite Aid, Walgreens, they all offer free delivery. So take advantage of it. The same thing with your groceries. Take advantage of the free delivery of your groceries get the groceries delivered don't put yourself at risk by going into these crowded public places our immune systems are compromised to begin with they're weakened by the medications that we take why take the risk if the, if it's there take advantage of it take advantage of the deliveries let them bring it to your house no touch deliveries they put it right on your on your step or right in front of your door it's it's easy it's convenient and it's safe <laughs> Those are the best things, right? So, don't put yourself at risk. Take advantage of what's out there to help you. And that's just not for the disabled people. That's for everybody. And make sure, make sure you're wearing your masks. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about wearing a mask and how to maintain the mask. Because it gets difficult. I mean, they're expensive, number one. And, you know, people like us are on fixed incomes and they're not that easy to get, no matter what people say. You can order them, mail order through Amazon or one of those, but they're still not that easy to get. And by the time you get it, you haven't had a mask for a couple of days waiting for them. So we're going to talk about maintaining your mask today and a couple of other things that have to do with the COVID-19. This is a very packed podcast today and very useful, especially now that we're seeing this reverse in a lot of the places like in Texas and Florida, Louisiana, Pennsylvania just reversed a lot this past week. And even New York. New York reversed the the bars just yesterday where you can't just go into a bar, belly up to a bar anymore. Now you can only buy alcohol in a bar if you're sitting down and having a meal. The new normal is here and we have to deal with it. But that's what this podcast is about today. It's about things that we have to get used to. The stores, I told you a couple of weeks back that I went to a store with my wife and most of the people were wearing masks in the stores and New York requires it. The store itself wasn't following through with the rules. They weren't pushing the rules. They weren't adhering to the rules and they were more concerned about making a buck than worrying about the community's health. And it gets to a point now where we have to say what's more important, the community health or making a dollar. Things are different now since this pandemic hit things are different not only for us as individuals but for businesses as well so we're going to take a look at a lot of this today now this has nothing to do with anything but i want to just ask you has anyone else noticed since they started this reopening okay that gas prices have gone up when we were under the quarantine gas prices here in new york i know in other places they were a lot lower but in new york To find gas prices that were down to 219 or 205 in that area. Those are great prices. And all of a sudden, they started phasing things back in and started opening up businesses again. And all of a sudden, I started noticing gas prices are bumping up again. They're up now, some places, 249. How come 30 days ago, at the same gas station, it could be 205 a gallon? And now, here it is 30 days later, and it's up to 239. Nah, there's something wrong there. But, I just wanted to see if anyone else noticed that. I know I noticed it. But, anyway, I want to remind you one more thing. You know, your doctor's appointments are very, very, very important. We know that. I don't have to tell you. But, did you know that Medicare is still paying for virtual visits? If you can do a virtual visit with your doctor, by all means do it. Most insurance companies are still paying for it. It's easy, it's convenient, and it saves you the risk of being in waiting rooms with other people. And it's much easier. I I know I prefer it personally, myself. You can wake up in the morning, comb your hair, put on a shirt. You don't even have to put on pants. (laughs) (laughs) You can just sit at your kitchen table with your smartphone and talk to your doctor. No pants, a clean shirt, and your combed hair. But all kidding aside, it's much easier, it's much more convenient, and it's much safer for you. So if you can do a virtual visit with your doctor, by all means do it. Keep yourself safe. Whatever way that you can keep yourself safe, and by keeping yourself safe, you're keeping your family safe. Remember that too, okay? So, let's jump into this today. Today we're, we we've got a lot to talk about like I said, and we're going to start with we're going to start with how to keep your masks clean, how to reuse your masks, save some money and be safe. We also have something that I talked about a while ago on this podcast about air conditioning systems. You know, most air conditioning systems don't protect against the coronavirus. In some cases, they actually facilitate the spread of the coronavirus. Certain stores, and you're gonna be surprised which one is up in the forefront, is gonna require all US customers to wear masks in their stores. And we have an update with the World Health Organization that I wanna share with you. So we got a lot going on here, let's get to it. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Okay, in this segment, I'm not going to get into who's right and who's wrong about wearing a mask. Wearing a mask is the right thing to do, as far as I'm concerned. It slows the spread of the coronavirus, according to the CDC. So, as far as I'm concerned, that's the right thing to do. It protects me, and it protects others. All these people that say they have a right not to wear the mask, you're yeah, right, you have a right not to wear the mask, you also have a right to die. So, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. I'm not going to argue with you. So, in this segment, I'm only speaking to the smart people, okay? The smart people. The Centers for Disease Control, the CDC, recommends wearing a face covering to slow the spread of the coronavirus. But for those who wear disposable masks, there's a frequent question. Can disposable masks like the N95 and surgical masks be reworn? In short, yeah, they can. But you have to take care of them correctly. Number one don't touch your mask touching the mask could transfer the virus particles onto the surface if you touch your mask wash your hands with soap and water or alcohol for sure if you need to remove it do it in a safe place away from others how to safely remove and store a disposable mask to safely remove your mask and touch as little of the surface as possible use the ear straps to remove and handle the mask it's like the majority of the virus particles would be on the front, so avoid touching that part of the mask. Don't touch the part of the mask that goes over your mouth. Once the disposable mask is safely removed, place it in a convenient but safe storage spot. A nurse educator said that she and her co-workers were placing masks in paper bags and other clean receptacles with good ventilation that allow the masks to air out. Many of us, she she said, use brown paper sacks like you used to take your lunch to work in. Those have some structure to them, and you can drop them in and close it up. It is also recommended using plastic Tupperware or Ziploc bags, but emphasize the need not to touch the edges of the bag. Rather than trying to clean the disposable mask, it is recommended just leaving it in a clean, contained environment for a few days. We aren't disinfecting or cleaning these types of materials because particularly if you're using a disinfectant, you're kind of putting it into the fabric, then breathing it in. You wouldn't do that. You're better off just putting it in a clean environment and letting it stay there for a day or two. Based on what we know on how long the virus can live on cardboard, which is similar material to the paper the masks are made of, one would think that In 24 to 48 hours, those viruses would no longer be viable. If a mask is visibly dirty, soiled, or torn, it should be thrown out immediately. It is recommended having a supply of at least three to five masks so that one could be worn while others are being decontaminated. We have a limited supply of masks. So it makes sense that people are going to want to reuse them. Just make sure to do it safely. These are like any other piece of equipment. You have to maintain them. You wouldn't let your car run into the ground and then say, well, I'm going to take a trip across the country. These masks are there to to protect you. They're there to to save your life, to save the lives of others, to save the lives of your families. So you have to maintain them. Do it smartly. Do as they're telling you. They're telling you, and it's easy to do. You're taking the mask off by the rings that go around your ears. Drop it in a paper bag. Let it sit there for two days. The virus dies. Take it out by the rings. Put it back on your face, and you're ready to go. There's no special thing. There's no washing it. There's no drying it. You're going to let it sit in a clean environment for 48 hours. Easy enough. Just do it. And wear the mask. For all you other people out there that think you don't need the mask, I'll send flowers to your funeral. Let's move on here. Well, I'm not one to say I told you so, but ah, who am I kidding? I told you so. The title of this article says most air conditioners and air conditioning systems don't protect against the coronavirus. In some cases, they can actually facilitate the spread of the coronavirus. I told you so. A couple of months ago, I told you we're going to have a problem with air conditioning. And here it is. Though some public health experts expected coronavirus transmissions to wane in the summer as temperatures rise and the air becomes more humid, cases have actually skyrocketed in the hottest and stickiest parts of the country. Mostly in places down south like Florida, Louisiana, uh, or over in California, Texas. You see, they're reversing things now. Now they're going back to closing down things there. Engineers and ventilation experts said this may be in part because residents escape the heat by retreating indoors where heating and ventilation and air conditioning, or better known as HVAC systems, could exasperate airborne transmission with unplanned air currents. The main way, air conditioning can contribute to spreading the coronavirus is by creating strong air currents that can move the droplets and contribute to increased risk. Even in bars and restaurants where social distancing is observed, air ventilation can carry respiratory droplets or aerosols that contain virus. Ventilation is the key control point for airborne virus. The best ventilation will always be outside, In hot southern states where people want to stay indoors and enjoy the air conditioning, ventilation is dependent on HVAC systems. Though it's possible to increase outside air through these systems, experts are not sure how much outside air is enough to diffuse the particles as the dose of infection is unclear. How would you know? Even if you try to increase the ventilation rate, HVAC systems are not designed to prevent transmission of these infectious airborne diseases, said it indoor air purification company. After ventilation, the next line of defense in HVAC systems is filtration. Most commercial and residential HVAC systems have a MERV 6 or 8 filter, which takes care of basic pollen, dust, dust mites, mold, bacteria. It's unable to catch the small particles that contain virus, which can be about one micron. Most air quality conscious establishments boast a MERV 13 filter that can partially capture virus carriers, but some HVAC systems aren't equipped to even handle that. Though ventilation from outside is unable to diffuse virus particles in the air, filters can capture the virus only when it comes into the system. It's important for people to take these recommendations seriously, especially in bars and restaurants where patrons need to remove their masks to eat and drink. Many establishments enforce social distancing and mask wearing, but few take a second look at their HVAC systems to see whether they go above the minimum standards. We knew something like this could happen and that airborne transmission is a major problem to contain. We need to be aware... Of it and make sure we do everything possible instead of the minimum of what's possible now I told you I told you I told you the air conditioning filtration they said you know the the virus thrives in the cold weather well once you put on the air conditioner what do you have you have cold weather again right well let's take a moment here too I want to remind you in your car remember I told you again, about a month or so ago, change your cabin filter. Change the cabin filter in your car. Even if you changed it three months ago, change it again with the summertime. And at the end of the summer, change it again. It's worth it. It's worth it your health. Change the cabin filters in your car. If you don't know where they are, nine times out of ten, they're behind your glove compartment. It's easier Believe me, it's easier to have a technician change it. It'll cost you about $50 to have them change the filter. With the filter with the filter and the labor, it's usually around $50, $60 to have them change it. It's worth it because it's a pain in the butt to get to it. But it's a necessity. And you'll, you'll smell the difference in your car, believe it or not. But change the cabin filter in your car for your protection. And where you're at, change the air filter on your car. It'll make your car run better. But there you have it. Your filters change them. And another thing, another another thing you might want to do, if you have your windows open, clean those screens. Clean your screens at least, at least twice a month, if not more. I'm anal about it. I like to have, I like to have them clean more than twice a month, but it's kind of physically impossible for me to do. So whenever we're outside with the hose, I always hose them down. But clean your screens. You just have to clean. That's all it is. I mean, it's not going it, to eliminate the virus, but it's going to help fight against it. All right, let's move on here. Here's some big news. The nation's largest retailer, Walmart, will begin to require all U.S. customers to wear masks in their stores. Walmart announced it will require shoppers to wear face coverings starting July 20th in all stores and clubs across the U.S. The move by the nation's largest retailer comes as coronavirus cases have surged in various states, including Texas, California, and Florida. Walmart noted that currently about 65% of its more than 5,000 stores and clubs are located in areas where there is some form of government mandate on face coverings. The new policy is in place to help bring consistency, the company said. While we're certainly not the first business to require face coverings, we know that this is a simple step that everyone can take for their safety and the safety of others in our facilities. Walmart created a health ambassador position for each store and will station them near the entrance of the stores along with clear signage to remind people without masks of the policy. The ambassadors will receive special training and be identifiable by black polo shirts. The company added that the ambassador will work with customers who show up at the store without coverings to try and find a solution, and it is currently considering different solutions for customers for when this takes effect. Stores will also have a single entrance, the company said. Sam's Club branches will have an associate at the entrance to remind customers of the policy as well. We know it may not be possible for everyone to wear a face cover. Our associates will be trained on those exceptions to help reduce friction for the shopper and make the process as easy as possible for everyone. Well, there you have it. It's the new normal. It's the new normal and it's for our own safety. And for those that don't want to wear the mask, don't go to Walmart, don't go in the stores. Stay away from the rest of us. Stay away from the sane people. We want to survive. I hope you do too. Or at least I would hope you do. So it's become the new normal. Stop fighting it. Just accept it. Accept it for what it is. It's saving your life. It's saving our lives. Hopefully it won't be like this forever. But for the moment we have to do it. Let's move on here. We talked a lot about masks today. And I want to tell you, the mask is for your safety. It's for your health. It's for your family's safety. It's for your family's health. And I've said this a million times on this podcast. You are responsible for your health. Nobody else. You are the main proponent for your health. And it's not the government's job. It's not a retailer's job. It's not the CDC's job. It's not their job. It's your job. They're there to give you recommendations, but it's your job to do it. If you have to have Walmart tell you to put a mask on, there's a problem. You have to want to do it. You have to want to save your own skin. You want to have, you want to be able to protect your own butt, cover your own ass. You want to be able to cover your kids. You want to be able to save your kids, keep your kids safe, keep your wife, your husband Your parents, your your grandparents, you want to keep them all safe. And if you need a retailer to tell you that, you have a problem. So just grow up. Grow up. It's a paper mask. It's not going to kill you. All right? Thanks a lot for stopping by today. I really appreciate it. And we're going to talk more next week. We're going to definitely talk more. Please, I want everybody to stay safe and remember this. No matter what, no matter what comes along, things can always be worse. Right now, there's somebody somewhere, wishing that they were in your position. So things can always be worse, my friends. Again, thank you for stopping by today. We'll talk again next week. You've been listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. And remember this, laughter is the best medicine.